0: Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome, my friends, to the Tube Labs podcast. It's great to have you here. Another show and another concept to bring to you to help you explode your YouTube channel. And I call it the 70 50 rule. Now, I didn't make up the set. Well, I, I kind of made up the 70-50 rule part. However, I didn't make up the foundation. It actually came from a couple creators that I have followed, a couple of YouTube creators that offer some great advice. And we've talked about it. On this show in the past, so over the last few months, actually, so I, I kind of brought the two concepts together. Say, so you know what? You really need to pay attention to both of these areas, and so I call it the 70/50 rule. So I'm going to get into that today because it really can be beneficial as benchmarks and guides as to as to how you have to improve your videos to maybe trigger the algorithm and give you new opportunities. There's also certainly a little bit of news out there as it relates to YouTube, and I'll touch on a few of the items. There's, there's actually a lot out there right now, but I only have time for a few because I want to get into our topic of the day. One of the things is YouTube Rewind 2019 is out, and as you may recall, YouTube 2018 is the most disliked video on YouTube. A lot of YouTubers thought it really just was separated from the reality and life of YouTube. And so what they did is kind of go the other direction, which, in all honesty, I appreciate. I I like it. Um, Now, it's getting a lot of dislikes because I think it's the thing to dislike the rewind. But they pretty much went with the statistics. What were the top Videos of the year in different categories. Hey, I, I like that kind of stuff. Everyone likes top 10 videos, right? Is that still really popular on YouTube? So I think they did a good job. It's certainly much lower production for them, that's for sure. So is it, you know, I, I think maybe by next year, the right thing will be a balance between the two. What they did this year and what they've done previous years by really getting the YouTube community involved and having a maybe a little bit higher production. But gotta say, they saved money this year with all those complaints. Why well, put all that money into something in which people are just going to complain about and ends up being a really disconnected view of how we view our YouTube world? Now, coming out of all of that, PewDiePie, with 4 billion views last year, was the number one watched YouTube creator. So, hey, good for him. He continues to plug along whether you're a fan or not. You know, the guy's still doing it. You may have noticed a little decline over the last week in your YouTube subscribers, and that is because of a purge, a YouTube purge. They've even warned us about it this time, getting rid of the old accounts, the spam accounts, and trying to keep your subscriber count as clean as possible. With all of the negative conversation about YouTube policies, one policy that, I mean, you can agree with or not, but YouTube is going to discontinue punishing or has discontinued punishing gamers who are playing violent games. They can make money just like anyone else. So that's rather interesting, especially considering a lot of that stuff has been clamped down on. So good news for gamers who are playing games such as Mortal Kombat. And speaking of clampdowns, YouTube is claiming that their effort to control kind of borderline conspiracy type videos, it seems to be working. Um, I don't know what working means, but it's working. Lastly, as we get into today's topic, I I really would appreciate something. And that is for you to share this podcast, not just in your social media, but actually in the groups, the YouTube groups that are out there. If you're involved in a Facebook group, if you're involved in a Reddit group, a LinkedIn group, people who would benefit. From these conversations, as well as the interviews. Um, I have one interview, as I promised. I have set up one interview for this month, and we'll get back to the normal every other week in the new year. But I think that we're sharing some good stuff here and building a good community. I got to tell you that the numbers have been tremendous. I have been watching the analytics, and before a third of the month is over, we have equal to the number of listeners. As the entire month of November. So it's going to be a banner December and I'm thankful to you and to all of you who have shared and who are getting the word out about this show. And the only way for this show to support other creators, of course, is to share it with other creators. So they know there's another avenue, another podcast that they can listen to while they're in the car or working around the house or exercising. And again, that's what I do. I I listen to podcasts all the time while I'm exercising. So if you would share this show with them, again, I appreciate you and I appreciate your support of this show. So let's get into the 50-70 rule. And again, I have a video on this too. Uh, you can go over to my channel rosh.video and that will take you to my YouTube channel and you're more than welcome to take a look at that video. But I'll explain pretty much everything here too. Again, this comes from two different creators. I don't know if the Came up with the numbers on their own, or they heard it from somebody else. But I give them credit because that's where I heard it. So let's give them credit because they are good uh, educators. And um, the first one is Evan Carmichael. And we've actually talked about this on the podcast about his obsession, as he put it. And I saw this on Dane Golden's show, his YouTube channel, where he interviewed. Evan, who now has over 2 million subscribers. And that's, that's huge. For those of you who are in the business and marketing side of YouTube, that is a huge number. And he shares a lot of inspirational information and business kind of stuff. So it's, it's mostly for entrepreneurs for the most part. And he is obsessed with the first minute of a YouTube video. That first minute in his mind, should be at least 70% of your audience should still be watching your video into the first minute. And the idea behind that is if they're watching that first minute, they're they're committed, they haven't dropped off. So we're trying to do everything we can to create the best video we can to keep them on for that first minute. And then yes, it's going to slowly drop off over the next two or three or 10 minutes of your video. But again, if you can get more of those people committed, the better off you're going to be. Next is the 50. And this is something that I gleaned from Tim Schmoyer. And again, I don't know if he came up with this concept, but he has been given a lot of credit from other creators and really has promoted this idea well, that you need to get 50% of your viewers to the very end. And we'll talk about that in a moment in terms of why that is so important. But first, let me take a step back. Some of you may or may not know what I'm referring to overall when I'm talking about retention and audience retention. There is a graph in YouTube Studio where you can see all of your analytics. And that graph will show you the retention of the people watching your videos. That is really important. It's good to see how far people are watching your videos. And you can move along that graph and see what the percentage of viewers are that are still watching your video. So again, that first minute, you want 70% of the people at the end of the first minute still watching your video. And at the very end, you still want of them watching the best, as close as you can get. Hey, if it's a really long video, maybe it's 10, 15 minutes. Hey, if you have 40, I think that's pretty good in my humble opinion, but let 50 be that mark. So in other words, you only wanna lose another 20% from the one minute point in all the way through to the end. And the idea is to have a foundation and understanding of the metrics that can help you improve your videos the thing is saying that you have to keep people 70% of your viewers on for a minute. Okay. That's great, but it doesn't tell you what you need to do. That's, that's up to you. You need to figure that out. And that's where you experiment. And so if you're a beginner YouTuber, or if you're, you know, quite honestly, if you're just trying to improve and grow your channel, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are, that's where you should start you should start right there. And if you have not looked at the retention graph in the Studio Beta, definitely take a moment to look and see how your videos are doing right now. And if you'd like more information about the Studio Beta, I have a podcast from a couple weeks ago that goes through much of the overview of Studio Beta, and that can be very helpful for you if you're unsure. And there's also, of course, YouTube videos online to help you with that. But for the most part, I think if you start there, get people through that first minute most of the time. Hey, if once in a while you're at 60 or even 50% after the first minute once in a while, no problem. And maybe you're at 30% right now. Well, now make your next goal 40% and see what you can do to get a higher percentage of people through that first minute of your video. And here's the thing. By default, if you're able to get 70%, and you can do it. I know you can. I have videos where 85% of the people are still watching the video at the first minute. So it can certainly be done. It's not an impossible task. But if you can get that, then by default, the other end of that graph where the end of your video lies you're gonna have a higher percentage of people watching your video. Now, if you get to that end of the graph and it's zero, and believe me, I have videos in which it is zero, you have some things to do, you have work to do. But now you can worry about what is carrying people all the way to the end. And that really is the meat of your video. So once you get them to that 70%, how well are you carrying them all the way through to the end? Now, what's the importance of this? There are a number of things. This is a numbers game in many ways, but if you have a call to action, such as you want people to do something, it's it's better to have at least 50% of the people still there. These are people who are committed. These are people who got to know you, got to know you, whatever it is that you're presenting on YouTube. Maybe it's entertainment. Maybe it's a how-to. Maybe it's a documentary. Maybe it's... Just great advice. Whatever it may be, these people have gotten to know your content or you specifically, and half of them have made it through and have committed and stayed. And a good call to action at that point will be a lot stronger than maybe a call to action at the beginning where they don't quite know you yet. But not only that, we've discussed many times how important it is to get people. On to the next video. And if we can get a higher percentage of people all the way through the video and then on to the next video, that is a positive sign to YouTube. And the fact is, the more videos people watch, the greater the chance because your videos are in their watch history, the type of videos that you create are in their watch history, the greater the chances that your newer videos will be served to them. Think of it this way. If you launch a video and 100 people see your video and 50% of them make it all the way through, now only another percentage of them will actually go on to another video. And we want that percentage to be as high as possible. But let's say it's 10%. That means five people out of the 100 will actually go to the next video that you recommend. Now, others may go to other videos that maybe YouTube suggests to them, However, if you have an end screen, maybe only 10% of that 50 will actually watch that next video, which means that's five people. So that would be five people who have two of your videos in their history. And that's fine. We want to continuously build that number up. But five is not a huge number, but it is better than a zero. And here's the thing the better job you do at pitching that next video, the better off and the higher those numbers will be. I've seen it as high as 20, 30% click through onto the next video, which would be 15 people rather than five people, which is much better. So knowing while you're creating your video, what will be the next video you're going to hand off your viewers to. What is a video related to the video that you're creating right now? Now let's say it's your very first video. Maybe you don't have another video. You've only created 10 videos and you don't have another video like this one. Well, maybe you can hand it off to one that's similar or you could find maybe a playlist somewhere of similar videos to yours related to yours or a specific creator or a specific video and specifically hand it off, hand that viewer off to that video and say, hey, go check this one out if you would like more information. That can still be powerful because you're keeping people on the YouTube platform. You most certainly have heard that a lot on this show. Keep people on the YouTube platform. And again, this is true with any platform, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, it doesn't matter. Instagram, it's the same thing. You want people to come to the platform because of you. You want people to stay on the platform because of you. That will increase the odds that the platform will promote you. Quite honestly, when the platforms promote you, you are going to win the game on that platform, and that is definitely true with YouTube. The most views overall on YouTube come from suggested videos. Now, some creators, most of their views come from search because that's the way they set up their channel. And some people, especially in the early days, most of it comes from browse features. It's probably my one of my number one traffic sources. Search is a big one for me too. And suggested videos is not as high for some of my channels. Some channels it works really well. And my main channel, my combination code channel, it does not as well because over the years, it has been all over the place, and we've talked about that before. I'm very aware of what works and why things work and don't work on my channels, and the same has to go for you. You really do need to understand why things are not working and why things do work. Sometimes you may not be able to figure out why one video popped specifically. you will just scratching your head. This is a horrible video. Everything went wrong, but for some reason, people engaged with it and they liked it. And that is why it went viral because the audience reacted to it in a specific way. Even though you didn't expect that to happen, it did happen and YouTube saw value in sharing it with more people. However, it's still important to understand overall, holistically on your channel, why things work and don't work and what you need to do next. And of course, that's why the 70-50 rule is so important. It gives you guidelines. It doesn't tell you exactly what to do. But if you're not hitting that 70 mark, you know you have work to do to get people. If you have a drop-off at the very beginning of your video, well, then people are just not interested. You're not doing something right. And of course, that's why we have other people who are successful in the world of YouTube on this show to talk about those things, what you can do right, the things you can tweak, the things you can improve. We're always trying to improve. Now, I have successful channels that seem to work really well, and I have channels that don't. And to me, that's an advantage. I can see what is working and why things are working and why things are not. However, those of you, and there are many of you, who've not uploaded over 8,000 videos to YouTube and don't have the data to look at, it's really helpful to have some basic guidelines to work with. And we do know the big discussion lately has been the click-through rate and getting as high of a click-through rate as possible. I mean, YouTube has been giving us some great data on that, the impressions and the click-through rate data we didn't have that long ago. And so we're thrilled to be able to understand the importance of the topic in the headline and the thumbnail. But once you get them there, what is the guideline? And this is the guideline I recommend that you work with right now to help guide you in the creation of better videos. Because better videos that your audience appreciates is the winning answer on YouTube. Yes, we gotta get them there first, absolutely. Get the click, but once they're there, it's not gonna do you any good if they bounce right back off. You wanna keep 70% of those people there for a minute and 50% all the way to the end. If you can do that, you have a good video. And if you have enough of those good videos that are related to each other, that people can watch from one to another to another, you have the winning combination for a channel. Does that mean it's going to work immediately? No. It could take months. And if you're producing a lot of really good content, it'll probably only be months. For some people, it's weeks and that is awesome, but that's the rare situation. Stop comparing yourself to people who are doing it cuz you're ignoring all the other YouTubers out there who are not getting it. You're ignoring all the people who are struggling. You're noticing the one or two that are doing really well and wondering why can't I do that too? Why why is it that their videos are popping and mine are not? If you're doing it right, you'll eventually get there. You'll start to see the growth. And it may take a good year or two years. It depends on so many factors. And we don't know, you don't know, what is behind that other channel. Maybe that person has a following already on another platform. They have a great email list to send out every time they upload a video. Let me tell you, that works really well. And if you have that, use that to your advantage. But if you're starting from scratch and just deciding that, hey, this is my channel, I want to be known on YouTube, I don't have any other channels in which I've built an audience, you're starting from scratch and you're starting from a disadvantage compared to others who have an audience behind them already. It really does make a difference. So don't beat yourself up and compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to what you're doing focus on your first minute focus on where you're leaving people off at the end and get better every time just like your click-through rate every video try to make it better better click-through rate better retention and over time you will have a winning channel we'll talk to you next time the tube labs podcast is hosted at the tubeblog.com.